Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Jonathan Garner, Chief Asia and Emerging Markets Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley Research. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the 2022 outlook for Asia equities and some of the key debates for next year. It's Thursday, December the 2nd at 7.30 a.m. in Hong Kong. Since we published our year ahead outlook in mid-November, we've had the opportunity to debate the contents with clients in a number of formats, including presentations at our 20th Annual Asia Summit. So today I'd like to share that feedback and focus on some key debates. Our first debate is why aren't we more bullish on Asia equities given our economics team's constructive view on 2022 global growth? The answer is that mapping GDP growth forecasts into company earnings growth forecasts is problematic since headline revenue growth is only one driver of earnings per share growth. Margins and leverage are also crucial, and even then, the sector breakdown of earnings growth in listed equities does not always match that of the economy as a whole. That said, broadly speaking, we are more constructive on Japan earnings growth than emerging markets and Asia earnings growth, given stronger relative gearing to the US, Europe and developed markets GDP growth and the broad sector mix of export earnings and global cyclicals in Japan. We are anticipating earnings growth to continue next year and beyond, consistent with continued global economic expansion. We expect 13% earnings per share growth from Tokyo's stock price index topics in yen, but only 8% for the MSCI Emerging Markets Index in dollar terms. But it's fair to say that whilst we're in line with bottom-up consensus for topics, we're around 500 basis points below consensus for emerging markets. And in aggregate, this has a lot to do with the macro headwinds of our house forecast of dollar strength for emerging markets, but also specific sectoral headwinds which we anticipate in areas like China Internet and Asia Semis and Tech Hardware in Korea and Taiwan. Another key factor to consider is clearly what's in the price. And we think emerging markets, which are trading around 13 times consensus forward PE, or around the 60th percentile of the five-year range, still have some downside to valuations over the next year as a whole, whilst we're more comfortable with Japan valuations. A second debate was why we're not enthusiastic about buying back China equities. Here, we think risk-reward has not yet tilted definitively to the positive, particularly for offshore China growth stocks. We think earnings estimates still need to come down significantly further, and similarly to Asia and emerging markets overall, valuations are not particularly cheap at around 13 times consensus forward price-to-earnings multiple for MSCI China. For sure, China's monetary policy is gradually changing to be more accommodative, and some measures have been taken to re-stimulate property sector demand. However, the Chinese economy has developed downward momentum over the summer and autumn and still faces significant downside risk this winter as a result of prior policy tightening and factors such as COVID zero lockdowns on the consumer and the impact of regulatory reset on private sector capital spending. Our proprietary indicator of global multinational corporations' sentiment vis-à-vis their Chinese operations has just reported its biggest ever quarterly decline and is now at the second lowest since we began our regular quarterly survey. The third debate was why are we constructive on emerging markets energy? Our answer is that the energy sector and energy sensitive markets are typically later cycle performers and early next year will mark the second anniversary of the short but intense COVID driven recession, which at one point marked the first time ever that oil prices went negative. We've come a long way since then in terms of demand recovery, but more is likely still to come if our commodities team is right that Brent can trade over $90 a barrel in 2022. This is the payback for underinvestment in conventional energy supply in recent years, mainly due to ESG concerns. So it's an example of where our house view on strong global growth in 2022 and 2023 does lead directly to an investment conclusion for a particular sector, 
An MSCI EM Energy is trading at book value versus 1.9 times price to book for the index and with a free cash flow yield of almost 9%. Before I close, there is a lot of discussion around the new COVID-19 variant Omicron and whether it changes our views. At present, we're in early days on this variant, and as such, it doesn't change our already cautious view on the outlook for Asia equities. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcast and share thoughts on the market with a friend or colleague today. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you. 